Hello and thanks for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 189, for Patch 5.4, made possible by Open Wraith. Our topic for this episode is a new hope. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. everybody, this is Root, and I play a Goblin Warlock. We are a podcast for the casual world of Warcraft player. Coming up here in episode number 189 of HearthCast, we're going to discuss uh, what to do with aging items in the game. And at least one of our listeners would like to see a change in the loot system. And then uh, we have this pretty cool Warcraft movie update as well. So, Frack! How are you? Pretty good. How are you doing? All right. Yeah? Yeah. Good. How was your week in the world of Warcraft? It was slower than usual, I okay. guess. Yeah. Fair. I did do a couple LFRs, but nothing eventful. Yeah. I know she's like- Didn't get anything. You're like in old, not old school, but- Throwing hoarded. thunder. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I need runestones. Which dropped from the last two wings that throw in a thunder. Okay. The third wing, the halls of flesh shaping, also drops two pets. Uh, so I'm running that one every week. Gotcha. Horridon, which is in the first wing, drops the pygmy direhorn. So I've been running the first wing up to the second boss. Do you need to drop LFR? Yeah, but I'm reconsidering that because I know that looks bad on like the hidden reputation type system they have hidden reputation you know what i'm talking about no yeah there's when you stay throughout a group it gives you something if you drop if you vote to kick people it affect it does because have you ever have you ever tried to vote to kick somebody and sometimes they'll say you need one other person to initiate it okay sometimes they'll say you need three other people to initiate it that is based off that person's reputation. Like the worse really? like reputation they have in LFR, uh-huh. the easier it is for them to get kicked out. If someone really? is constantly kick voting to kick other people or yeah. constantly dropping group, then the system will be less favorable toward them for how easy they are to be able to kick out. You're not making that up? No, I'm not. They've talked about it. They're legit. That's legit. They're constantly tweaking that so that as soon as people figure it out, then they're doing something slightly different. Yeah, it's legit. Okay, cool. Yeah. Right. So I don't, I don't know if I'm going to keep running Horridon because I looked it up and it is actually only a 0.5 percent chance to drop. Each yeah, time. but if you don't run it, it's 0. 0.0. I know, but if I don't run, it, I can still buy off the auction house. Oh, okay. Eventually. Which one is it? It's the Pygmy Direhorn. I don't have that. I know. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> if you got a pet from LFR, you'd have told me. Yeah. You'd be like, look what I got. No, I would have tried to sell it to you or give it to yeah. you or mail it to you. Be like, yeah. You'd be like, come get this. You're like, it's bind on the, on pickup it, route. No, it's not. It, oh. No. Oh, no, it couldn't be because you said you can get off the auction house. Yeah. yeah. Basically, any pet that you get from a drop is tradable. The pets that are not are things that are from 
uh, the battle pets or certain like collector's edition or trading cards. Some of them are tradable though. But yeah, nothing really going on with me. What about you? Well, I finally got some time to play, which is cool. It's unusual, you know. Been kind of busy. It's improving every last. It week. is. Yes. Well, yeah. Um. So I spent some time running around the Timeless Isle, doing some weeklies there. Uh, and turns out, I apparently there's a couple of uh, achievements you can get for treasure chests, and I didn't have some of them. So, uh, yeah. I never said I had all the okay. achievements. I was trying to tell you how cool it was that you click on this statue. And you get thrown up to the air, and there's these clouds, and you have to try to land on the cloud to get the treasure chest. And you just brushed me off, and you said, oh, I have all the treasure chests. I've done that. <laughs> you weren't even listening to me. You're just like, I've done that. And the next thing you know, you and I are grouping together. You're like, what's this crane statue do? Why am I up in the air? <laughs> like, busted. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, you see what happened. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, was, was I did I had clicked on that that crane statue before. Oh, okay. But then it tells you like you have it has a warm feeling or something. Oh, it wasn't actually interactable. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, where'd Fret go? <laughs> 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 what am I doing in the sky? <laughs> so Yeah. So and then and then I went and I, I got like treasure, uh pirate treasure. Cool. And I got this this helmet that turns you into a monkey. Ooh. That makes you swim faster. Do you look like bonkers? Or is it a different model? Um, I don't know. It's like a monkey with long arms. And you swim really fast. That's cool. Like faster than a, a, a riding mount. Oh, really? I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I do have all my, um, yeah, whatever those things are you're supposed to collect from that you were getting. That's why you're running the LFR. The runestones? Yeah, runestones, yeah. Okay. And I've done other parts, so now I'm up where I'm supposed to be fighting Rathion, right? Yeah, we talked about this last week and how you should not have said that you're fighting Rathion. I know, but I said it last week, so it doesn't count this week. Oh, it's, okay. All right. <laughs> I can't unspoil. You know. uh, I can just spoil again for yeah, so, last week. Yeah, so I'm in there trying to fight. Yeah, uh, it ain't working. Oh. Well, I mean, it's working that I'm fighting him, but I'm just not defeating him. Okay. So, yeah, try a different tactic. Uh, like maybe respec a different way. Cause you, you know, yes. how much gear do you have from the siege? The siege? The siege. The siege. Yeah. You're not going to call it so? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. A couple of pieces. I don't think I can outgear it yet. So. Because it's not well, it's geared toward throwing the thunder stuff. You're supposed yeah, you're supposed to be done with it before five point four. That's not the problem. What's the problem? The, the, the problem is, well, I don't want to tell you the problem. Oh, it's <laughs> the strategy. Yeah, well, that's a good way to put it. See, the problem is, I'm dying before he does. That's the problem. <laughs> well, that would be alleviated by the gear. No, not necessarily. No. no, I can't tell you because then I, I don't. You <sighs> don't just spoil it for me. I don't want all that. <laughs> This drama root don't need. <laughs> okay, fair enough. All right. Once you get there, I'll be like, that's what I was talking about. Okay, that's probably true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I dig it into our, uh, the guild's, uh, what do we do? The flexi. I think the cool thing is to call it flexi, not just oh, flex. Oh, is that, that the yeah, cool flexi. thing? Yeah, flexi. Yeah. 
think you call it flexi now. Yeah. That's a cool thing. All, all the cool kids are doing it. So we did the flexi. And uh, we only wiped one time. It was pretty cool. We got all the way to like General Nazagagazug or some guy. Mm-hmm. And um, I just call him Frank. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we got the Frank. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I think a pet peeve of mine is when somebody accuses me of dying a particular way and I know I didn't. Uh-huh. And then they go, check your logs because that's how you died. And I go, no, I didn't. And then I check my logs and go, told you. Because <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. unless I say I don't know how I died, I pretty much, you know, know there's ways I know how I didn't die. That doesn't make much sense. So, uh, so they're saying you wiped because you did not do this mechanic correctly. Yeah, they say you you got killed because of, of this feature. And I go, no, that didn't happen. And then they go, check your logs. And I check my logs and go, look, it still didn't happen. You know? Yeah. There's and add-ons for that. In this particular fight with Frank, there's things called assassins that come out. Okay. And if you turn your back on your on the assassin and he they like do a super move and they kill you. Like, okay. Yeah, one shot of stabbing the back and you're dead. And when you have an assassin on, you get those little red eyeballs over over your tune. Right. And so I had an assassin. Well, the first thing I do when I get an assassin on me is turn my back towards a wall and start backpedaling. Okay. You know? That way I figure chances are really good that said assassin will spawn, because you don't see him at first. It will spawn mm-hmm. in front of me. Assassin spawns in front of me. I'm walking backwards. I know the assassin's in front of me. I know I'm not turning my back to the assassin, and I'm dead. And the first thing people say, you turned your back to the assassin. No, no, I didn't. You know, And so I had to prove that. But it's a little pet peeve of mine, but, you know, just saying. If I know how I didn't die, I don't like being accused of dying that way. Well, someone should have had the add-on that announces what people died of when they die. Because that happened. That I see that in Raid Finder. Yeah, true. You like, this person died from disability, just yeah, many hit points, yeah, overkill. Yeah. That would eliminate all that. True facts on that one. Mm-hmm. I meant to get that myself. Yeah. They can be like, look, buddy. I died from standing in the fire, not <laughs> from assassin, so. <laughs> I died out of my sheer stupidity, not out of the crit in the back from turning my, yeah, no, well. <laughs> Maybe I don't want that add on. <laughs> uh, it's all uh, those tattletale ones. Yeah, yeah, but then it's some of them are just way they tell too much. I yeah. don't like that. Anyhow, um I looked down at one point in time and I'm like almost bankrupt again. Really? What's yeah. your definition of bankrupt? Only a couple thousand gold? It, yeah. So I'm gonna spend some time, you know, getting my gold back on. For Each what? One, for what? So I have yeah. more gold. And then what? Spend it. On what? Gemming, enchanting, reforging. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyhow. We have an email from BRK Big Red Kitty. He says, to add on to your discussion last week about Murphy's Laws of WoW, if your Druid tank leaves the raid because they're not getting drops, nothing but leather agility gear will drop the rest of the night. He goes on to say, Blizzard needs a smart loot system. As long as the loot that is dropping is usable by someone in the party, it's good. I want to point out the difference in usable and useful, though. The gear that drops may not be an upgrade for a person, but that person could technically still use the item. If, for example, we have no plate wearers in the group, plate gear should not drop because it's not usable by anyone in the group. 
Plain and simple. Smart loot equals win. Okay. So what do you think about that? I don't like getting things I can't use. You know, I don't like if I can't roll, it's like something drops, right? You can't even roll on it or whatever. Because it's like, well, that's that's nice. I don't I can't even use that. Or to me it's equally as frustrating if something drops and it's a lower item level, it's like, eh, you know, don't need that. Don't have any use for it. So I'll you know, I guess I'll vendor it or DE it. You know, I don't know. It'd be nice to have something that would like look at people's, you know, makeup of the, of the party and decide that if it doesn't have a certain person not to drop a certain level of gear or type of gear or whatever. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I don't really have an opinion on it because I've I haven't really been raiding enough to I guess care that much. But I do remember reading a response, I believe it's Gross Crawler. I don't know if it was Twitter or a blue post. When someone asked them this specific question, which was, why can't you make it so that loot only drops according to the makeup of the raid? And the response was that they thought it would make it too easy to game the system. In other words, they like their drop rate to stay whatever drop rate it is. So if something has a 5% chance to drop, it always has a 5% chance to drop. If you go in there and you change the makeup of the group so that... It's not going to drop plate. Well, now the other types of items are going to have an increase in chance to drop. So the concern is that people would engineer the makeup of the groups to change the drop chance of certain items. For example, you want to gear up a priest, a healer priest. So for the raid, you only take in priest healers. And that kind of forces the system to drop certain types of gear. And that's what they were really wanting to get away from. I don't know how plausible that is or how often that would actually happen. But I do know that they have thought about doing the system that way and decided that they thought it would have a negative effect on gameplay. I kind of think that with any game, human beings will find a way to... I don't want to use the word exploit, but take advantage or find a loophole. We tend to do that. That's true. And there was an article years ago about how Blizzard developers liked to see how creative ways people came up with to, you know, defeat content, defeat bosses. You know, using mechanics they hadn't thought of and all that kind of stuff. And, I, you know, I can kind of see the same thing where they say, well... If the loot drops according to the makeup of the group and you bring a lot of cloth wearers in to increase the chance of cloth drops, I don't know. I don't have a problem with that. I really don't. Because if you increase the amount of cloth wearers to increase the amount of cloth drops, you also increase the amount of people rolling on that cloth drop Unless you have something unwritten rule like, okay, only Bob is going to be able to roll Take on gear turns. tonight. Yeah. You know, or you're using a loot system like Suicide Kings or something to prevent that from happening too. So hmm. I kinda look at it like this. The big part of this game is that chance on loot. And is that frustration level of not getting loot 
and having to go back again and again and again, that's part of the game. That's true. It's part of the lure. It's part of the draw. It's part of the why we go back in all the time. Because if you went in and you killed the guy and you got the loot you needed, would you go back? Mm. You know, I guess you'd go back because your guild mates are going back in. You want them to get the loot, but I don't know. Good email, though. Thank you, BRK. We'll get our listeners' thoughts on that, too. You know, should Blizzard have a smart loot system? Or should we just keep it the way it is and keep going? Today's totally tantalizing topic. A new hope, refreshing the obsolete. Brought to you by Open Raid. Open Raid allows players to form both cross-realm and local raid teams for scheduled or pickup runs for current and old content. Check out OpenRaid.org today. So, Frank, it is an age-old argument, a plague, if you will, a bane, if you will, on any online game. That's keeping content and items relevant for long periods of time. See, the big problem is people want new shiny things. And right now, what the current solution is, is that Blizzard gives them new shiny things. And then what happens is you end up with a new problem. The world is littered with old junk that nobody wants anymore, and Blizzard simply can't redefine how some things work for every expansion or patch, as it would render it useless to anyone leveling a new character. So if they change the way something works or looks or feels or interacts or something to to be relevant with the new patch, then it can break it for, you know, new people. Even though they're kind of doing it now with the whole world, they break it. Now, some examples here, Freck, of, you know, stuff that Blizzard's done right over time. Old raids. Kara, for example. People don't run those over and over again as current content. They're not, quote-unquote, needed for character or game progression anymore. So, Blizzard converted it to allow you to go into Kara. You can go in alone. You don't need to form a raid group anymore to do that. And then they added stuff. They added pet drops. Transmog sets, well, those were always there, but they added transmog and that helped. And some recipe drops to some of the places, not just Kara, but other places. So they made it a little more relevant for people to go back into those old raids. And of course, mount drops that I'll never get. And they've done a good job of giving end-level characters a reason to go back to old locations. For example, archaeology. There is a lot of cool stuff to be looted from archaeology. There's uh, different items that do fun stuff. There's pets, there's mounts. There's lots of reasons to go back to the old world. Pet battles send you all over Azeroth when you're first leveling up. Of course, once they get a few 25s, you don't have to do that anymore. But pet battles give you a reason to go back and exploring the old content, as well as holiday events. We have the... Hallow's End coming up in a couple weeks. Yeah. People be going all over for that. You know the cool part about Hallow's End one is? What? Uh, you get the broom for a week. Yeah, the broom's nice. You don't have that cast town time to mount up. Yeah. Ugh. So nice. I know. Then you get used to it for two weeks and it goes away. And you're like, yeah. There's that. And then all the druids are like, huh, I do that all the time anyways. Yeah. And you're like, shut up, druid. Shut up, druid. <laughs> I could too if I just rolled a druid. Druid. I got told to shut up, Dad, and raid. What? 
<laughs> Someone told you shut up, Dad? That's pretty funny. Someone got the achievement for a test of valor. And it was get 3,000 valor points for uh, whatever Raytheon's quest is. So, of course, back in my day, it was 6,000 valor. <laughs> right. So I said that, and I said, you know, and we were happy about it, too. <laughs> Tank goes, shut up, Dad. That's <laughs> <sighs> a... Uh, we both lulled. Lulled. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Another thing that I'm excited about is... The heirloom weapons dropping from Garrosh, they're going to be usable up to level 100. If you think about how in-level weapons have always been, I mean, they're super cool and there's something to look forward to, but you always know, like, you dread the change of expansions because you know you're going to get some green in the first lobby zone you go to that's going to outdo your weapon. So even though you're excited about your weapon, you know, like, ah, it's not going to be good forever. But these heirloom weapons, it gives you a little anticipation of the next expansion. You know, like it's cool now, but it's also still going to be cool for the next 10 levels. So go back to Wrath Days, you get Frostmore and it drops, you know, this is the dude's weapon. The Lich King, Arthas, this is his weapon. This thing, you know, the cooling is trying on. And now it's like, oh, it's just Frostmore. Hmm. And something like that, it's just one of those things that, you know, yeah, I understand levels and I understand numbers, but it, if it was able to do that, you know, just, you know, that's just Northern. They're weak up there, you know. <laughs> it's, just, it's just, you know, I don't know. It's just one of those weird things. Some examples of things a Blizzard should update rather than letting become obsolete like that. Nami. You and I both have Nami, right? Yeah. When he, I remember to get his quest. Yeah, he's a little dude that you get from the cooking. You teach him how to cook, and then after you teach him how to cook everything, he then gives you a, a, a gift every day, a gift of appreciation. It's a bag, and it has some kind of cooking elements in it. A feast, a great Pandaren feast sometimes. Or your, your personal food buffs for 300 and he's like your personal little daily quest. You click on his bag, it is in your or school bell rather that you have in your bag. Summons Nami, you do the quest and click on him twice, turn it in, whatever, you're done. I really, really, really don't want that to go away. I like getting those food. A lot of times I don't even use it. A lot of times I use that to trade. Or I send to you. Like I send you all the agility food. And I send you the intellect. Right. And other ones, I mean, they're useful for some things right now for like the the noodle carts and some other stuff that you can build up to get. So he does have a use right now. My fear is that come next expansion, he's not going to be usable. And something like that, you kind of in a little bit of a way get a little bit attached maybe to Nami. Mm -hmm. Like if it's going to be a gruesome battle, I I, I bring him out. Oh, okay. That's... Healthy. It is. I want to warn him. If you don't give me good good stuff, that could happen. <laughs> <laughs> I tell him, I'm like, Nami, listen up. If you're not dropping the great Pandaren feast, <clears throat> see these people are dying? You're next. Wow. Him. Yeah, tell him that. Yeah. That's some tough love there. Hey, in love. You know, if you're gonna show me some appreciation, show me some appreciation. Yeah. 
Mad Brewer's breakfast. Get out of here with that <laughs> junk. <laughs> 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 so I kind of think when we learn new recipes, how we does he even get the Mad Brewer's breakfast? He makes it. We taught him how to make it. So he makes it. He's like six years old, though. They ain't no alcohol levels and drinking you ages. You don't see and any little kids drinking over there, though. You just don't know where to go look. Hmm. I haven't seen it. You haven't been looking for it. I haven't? No. Where do you see it? I ain't telling you. Because you don't know. No, I do know. You just don't know the secret handshake, so I can't tell you. Ah. I'm just saying. It makes sense. It does. He can't have brewed that stuff himself. Boote Bay. That's all I'm saying. Boote Bay. What about it? That's, that's where they drink. The little kids? There's yeah. no little kids in Booty Bay. You just don't know where to look. <laughs> I rest my kids. Booty Bay. You just want to say that. You're right, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> so check it. When we learn new recipes, we should be able to teach Nami the new recipes. Right. He needs to continue his training. Yeah. Yeah. And then when he gets to the next level, he can continue to give us a little tokens of appreciation. Oh, maybe that hard. I mean, they just add new quests to the NPC. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And that way, as the new, you know, LFRs and raids and flexes and normals and heroics and all those come out, he can continue to be a useful resource for people. So I think that needs to be updated. Speaking of useful resources, what about Wiki? What about Wiki? I don't want Wiki to be obsolete. Wiki is obsolete. I mean, we're going to be like vendoring the stuff he gives to us. Yeah. We pretty much do now, anyhow. Yeah. When I remember, that's one of the ones I always forget to bring out. Unless I'm doing my little, you know, I got my little pattern that I do when I'm mining, then I bring right. them out to one little spot because it's like, it's like you're done. With all the fireflies. Right. You just click, 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 time, boom, 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 AOE, 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 and you're done. Right. Yeah. I kind of think for Wiki, though, Let's say we move on, let's say, to a new area, and let's say that there are purple hibiscuses that are the new... That's old school. Is it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, let's say there's a plant called Thrall's Sunflowers. Yeah, okay. there we go. Th- okay. Thrall's Sunflower. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. Of course. Right? <laughs> and uh, that's, that, that is like the, 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 new, the new thing, shiny. Uh-huh. Thrall sunflower. Oh, they should put. <laughs> they should. Oh, come on, share. You can't sit there. You laugh. know those little sunflowers that you hate because they're like, Dee-bay. oh no, no. <laughs> they should make no, no, those no. mobs that you can kill. Oh, Wouldn't yes, you enjoy they that? Yes, I would. Yes. yes You'd I have would. them death cry. Dee-bay, dee-bay. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I hear one of them, it's like, oh. <laughs> Okay, so thrall sunflower. Okay, <laughs> I have no idea why I did that. So you go it, like I'm not an herbalist, right? So okay. I didn't go to like the auctionist and I buy one. So all he needs maybe one, or maybe a stack. Who knows? And then you summon Wiki, and you give it to Wiki. Let him sniff it. And you're like, here you go, boy. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. Go get more of this, right, dude? Yeah, you know. <laughs> And he brings back similar items. Yeah. He may not be exactly that, you know. He may bring a. You'd weed. have to give him like a stack, though. I think to. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Cause, yeah, because he has. Funny. Yeah. But you, this one, I want you to go find. Go find this. And that's he comes back. With, yeah. 
Well, what about old profession materials? That kind of depresses me now when I have low-level characters. And they get these cooking materials by fighting beasts. You get to meat. You get crocodile and wolf meat. And that used to be a valuable resource back in the day. Stringy wolf meat was never valuable. Sure was. Oh, was it? You okay. needed to level up. Hey. That was like a basic recipe. Basic. Bear flanks, because those were one of the Ooh. newer recipes are added, the ones that uses bear flanks. And so they're still kind of hard to get. So when you did get one, you could sell a single piece of meat for like 12 gold. Whoa. And now pretty much everything before Pandaria is useless because everyone just goes to the market when they want to level up cooking. And they level up without using any old war mats. Which is really good if you want to get cooking it fast. But it's a little depressing when you have all this stuff on your little character. And you can't use it or sell it. Yeah. And you can't sell the ore if you're a miner because nobody needs that. It, here's the thing that bothers me about ore specifically. And probably a little bit of... Well, no, not, not, some of the plants. Okay. Have you seen in uh, Pandaria a copper or a copper node? No. Or a tin node? No. How about anything outside of like ghost or trillium? No. All right. So excluding ghost and trillium, the rest of those would be considered precious metals in Pandaria because they are not there. They're rare. Oh, to the Pandaren? Yeah. Uh. So you'd be like... This is copper. And they'd be like, I've never seen that before. <laughs> you know, and be like, it's useful to make copper rods. Oh. Well, I must have these copper rods. <laughs> you know, and then you go, it costs 40 gold. I will do what you say. Take my money. You know? So it becomes, you know, the gold, gold. You know, you, right. you know it's just... Law supply and demand, if you want to look at it this way, there is a there is no supply of that stuff there. So bringing importing that into Pandaria would would make it a, a valuable resource. That being, you know, not ever going to happen type thing. The easy solution for that is to either introduce some more recipes that have those older, if you will, old world uh, resources in there, or. Uh, you know, have a vendor that you can sell this stuff to. Like, what was the one I said? Hibiscus. You said hibiscus was old school, right? Yes. I've never seen this before. <laughs> I will pay lots of gold. It is pretty. It is rare for Pandaria to have a hibiscus. I will take this to Sue. And she would make me noodles. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah, total. Or what about a way to trade them up? You know, go to a vendor and exchange some kind of an exchange system. Not obviously not a one to one. Yeah, give me something to do with old stuff rather than vendoring it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe sell it for you know spirits of harmony or modes of harmony, whatever they are, and go trade those. And you know something. Or maybe they could give us justice points for it, or some form of currency that we can go spend somewhere else for gear that actually might halfway matter to somebody. Hmm. Justice. 
you know how you can go to some of the uh, vendors from the different factions, and you can buy like their faction mount. Sure. And they're like six six of them available. You know, three of the lowers, different colors, and three of the uppers in different colors. Right. You just buy them all just to have another mount, and you end up with six raptors that you really don't care. Because it goes towards your total. Right. Okay. But then you really don't care if you have them or not, and some people only use one mount, but then some people get like an add-on so they can have all their mounts. Like me? Right. I do random mount? Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of times, the only reason you go get another mount is to... Add to your collection so that number goes up so you can go get an achievement or do right. whatever. Right. So it's like ugh, it's another mount. But mounts are cool. Right? Right. People like mounts. Ashes are are. Hush. <laughs> <laughs> they need, Freckleface, a glyph system for your mounts. Ooh. Yes. So, like, for instance, um, utility mounts, like your mammoth or your yak. You could have a glyph. Of which vendors are on it. Hmm. So you can have like your transmog vendor. You could have your repair guy. You could have reagents. You could have a guy that sells seeds. You have a guy that sells food. You know, different things like that. That's that's cool. You could have a glyph that allows all your ground mounts to fly. Hello. Usefulness. Yeah. Another glyph to allow your mounts to uh, run on water. Useful. Mm -hmm. Or a glyph that allows you to, you know, mount up faster like the broom. Ah, that'd be so nice. And then the druids are all cute, cute. Yep. But just something to keep the mounts, you know, more interactive and customizable. Thank you. That's a great word. Wonderful word. It's got a lot of letters in it. Yes, it does. Z's in there somewhere. It's awesome. Unless you're British. Which I'm not. Do a British accent now. William Shatner, Dying Sheep, go. (laughs) What about the drops from old bosses? Like, you go back to an older raid and you're running the raid. Maybe like you right now, you're trying to get your, your whatevers that are dropping from things for a quest. And you get a drop off the boss that you don't really need. Or maybe it's even like a you go into Kara and you want to run Kara because you're hoping for a pet to drop off mm-hmm. or something. You get all this. I, mean, I don't even loot when I go to Kara. I don't. I run in. That would like annoy me not to. Like I know it's a waste <laughs> of time. It is. It really is because you come out and like you you fill your bags and then you go out and you get on your vendor mount and you look. Oh, well, I got four gold for all that. That's 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 nice. Yeah, that's true. No, but the grays sell for like three gold. Okay, twenty gold. Ah, uh, I guess. It's not worth it. I know. I know twenty gold is twenty gold. It is more twenty more gold than you had before you went in there. But I can do a lot. Yeah, I know. But what if they drop something that like Lore Rocker Cho was interested in? They already have those items. They'll drop something like complete trash, and it's a gray item. But somebody will buy that for like twenty gold. Because the flavor text. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean a vendor. The vendor trash that drops oh, like yeah, gotcha. that exact same thing. But make that drop off like the old stuff that drops off a boss becomes worth 20 gold. That'd be cool. But you can only turn it once because he doesn't need more than one. And it ends up being like a treasure hunt. 
I think Little Rock Control is a pack rat. You think so? Oh yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay, here's the, okay. Go go back into to, to the to the item levels are dropping off the boss. So like something something that was relevantly really good that people were like I gotta have this off the right. Frostmourne. Okay. Uh, Frostmourne you need to keep because he's cool. But let's say like something cool that drops off of anything out of the BC area. You know, you're like, man, that was the coolest staff. I I waited forever to get that staff, and now you got it. You're like, yeah, I don't really want it because it's not really relevant to me anymore. Yeah. But that was cool back in the day. That would be something like Lord Walker Cho. He'd be like, here's a piece of history of Azeroth. Exactly. And he'd be like, I like this history. I will keep it for my noodles. I will pay you 20 gold and I will keep this for my noodles. Because <laughs> he's a pack rat. You know he's a pack rat. <laughs> In fact, if you translate Cho in English, it means pack rat. Oh yeah. Yeah, it really is just Laura Walker and Pack Rat, but oh, okay. you know, Pack Rat. You know who he is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really want them to update the farm. And I've been thinking this since pretty much like the second week of when Mist came out. I'm like, all right, they put this out in Pandaria, but what happens to every continent after the next expansion comes out? People move on. People don't want to go back to the old content. You don't see anybody hanging around Outland or Northrend anymore. No, you don't. You, you don't. really don't, no. Or the old Catazones, you know, Deep Home. So, next expansion, you're going to have seeds that yield Pandaria level crops that aren't going to be as useful anymore. And it's going to be out in the middle of nowhere compared to where you want to go. So they have this cool feature that's like farm, like your own place that you spend all this time uh, building. And, you know, because you move the rock and you built it up and you got the pigs and the chickens and all that stuff. Like you made it your own. Right. And now it's going to not feel like home anymore. It's going to feel like some distant place. You're playing Animal Crossing? No. I heard it's addicting. Very. One of the things about Animal Crossing is if you don't play like every day, then weeds spring up and you have to weed. Uh. So like I imagine my farm, a lot of cobwebs. In my, yeah. And I haven't been back there in a while. Yeah. I only go a couple times a week now instead of every day. It just doesn't yeah. have the same urgency anymore. The, the allure is yeah. gone. But if they moved it to a more central location outside Ogamar and Stormwind, those both have farming type areas outside of while at the same time being close to the city. What if they put it in Goldshire? Uh, Goldshire's weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. Right out in front. Because there is farms right out yeah. in front of it, anyhow. Both of them. Little country esque areas. Yeah, normally killing pigs and stuff there for low level quests. Right. Put a farm there. Yeah. I like this idea. And you update the seeds, you know? And you update the seeds every patch, possibly. There is so much they could do with the farm. Yeah. There's a whole other profession there. We can talk about that later, but there's so much they could do. But this one thing I'm really kind of dreading seeing, not being in the forefront anymore as a farm, because I feel like invested in it. Well, there's like such, it's my little place, and not just that, but there's all the hype built up to it. You yeah. know, when it first came out, oh, they're gonna have plants versus zombies in World of Warcraft, right? 
And then people are like, well, it's a farm, but it's not Farmville. But it is farm. Mm -hmm. And then you work on it. And then people are like, well, well, you know, what's going on in the farm? Where are you at in the farm? How many plots do you have? What is going on? And then they change it. We could throw down a whole bag. You deal with four plants, places at once. Yeah, so you, you, I mean, it's part of the game. They never made the scarecrow useful, though. I know, stupid scarecrow. What is up with that scarecrow? That would be a massive improvement alone on the farm. Functioning scarecrow? Maybe the scarecrow does function. Because, you know, like, if you plant your stuff and you're not there and it grows, scarecrow working. You can go harvest it. Oh, you're saying they didn't get eaten. Yeah. That's true. You're just not there to see the scarecrow function because when you show up, the birds fly away. But what about the one bird that comes down to attack the alluring plant? That's the alluring plant. Hmm. That's it, it's too much. They they don't care about the scarecrow. They're overcome. They're, yeah, it's alluring. Oh. <laughs> I never thought of it like that. Okay, I feel better about that now. Yeah. You, you know what it's like. What's it like? It's like the the light in the refrigerator. Oh. Yeah. You don't know if it's there. If that's Dude, a cat thing, Schrodinger's Schrodinger's cat. You know, I was reading about that. That was made up like a. That was supposed to be a joke. What? Yeah, it was. Oh, it didn't turn into some. Somebody huge... wrote it sarcastically, and people took him seriously. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's the same thing. Does it? Does scare? You know, it's like boiling water. It doesn't boil if you watch it. Q doesn't pop if you watch it either. Q only pops so you go <laughs> when you get up to go to the bathroom. That's why I turn the volume up on my computer and walk away. Know. You're like having a serious conversation here. <laughs> like, I gotta go. Get, get, get. No, no, I love you, honey. It's just it's the Q pop. The, the, the raid. The raid is starting. No. I know you had a tough day. And <laughs> right. <laughs> you had to beat up someone for wearing the same dress, but it'll be okay. You what? Like, what? You had same? to beat up someone for wearing the same dress. Oh. <laughs> Because, no, that's the extent of a woman's conflicts, you know. Oh. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. 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 Yeah. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> 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 so we posed this question out on my Twitter about what you guys think uh, Blizzard should update in the game. And we got a lot of really good responses. Laticus Warrior wants Blizzard to update guild levels and perks. Yeah, that's needed. That's a long time coming. Yeah, yeah. that's really needed. What well, I don't know what kind of perks they'd update, though. Oh, we could have another episode about that. Okay. We could think of lots of stuff. All right, that'll be the next question. That'll be the question. That's your homework, guys. I'll ask you when we publish this this, uh, this podcast about what guild perks you think should be updated. Valkyrie Sin says, give us back cauldrons. Yeah. Cauldrons. Yeah, the cool thing about cauldrons is is you put one cauldron down and then you just, you know, you get your flask right there. Yeah. Jade and Soko Wow wants to upgrade the backpack. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's I horrible. I know, it's like one slide, 16, like, come on. Come on, Blizzard. The backpack's old, it's moldy, it's falling apart. I've had it since I started. I say, mine's six years old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure something's peed in it. What? <laughs> I've carried around a severed head in mine. You've never carried around live animals? What? No. You know, okay, what about the little, uh, the Wolvars? Oh. Maybe I didn't put them in my backpack. No, they show up in your bag. They could you be know a- one's got to pee in your backpack. <laughs> if you put six Wolvars in your backpack. <laughs> <laughs> they come and get excited, one's going to pee. Yeah. Yeah. They 
get excited and see the severed head. <laughs> and they pee on it. That's my okay. severed head. Okay, we're going too far. <laughs> <laughs> Root. <laughs> Arlena said I'd like to see them upgrade legendaries. Not only legendaries themselves, but the quest to get them. And I agree. You get a legendary from a couple uh, expansions ago. Is it legendary anymore? Some people are still trying to get him. Yeah, and then the first thing to do is what? T-Mog it. They get it to T-Mog. I don't think you can T-Mog it. What's the purpose of getting it? I don't know. To it's see experience. You, to see you got a legendary from three Pretty expansions much. ago? Finally get your legendary daggers and you can't mount up and didn't you think you're mounted and you're not mounted and then you sorry i guess you had to be that there. cut's strange <laughs> i sense there's a half-told story in there yeah youtube it uh go search hoarderlies on the youtubes okay. and uh you'll see where our rogue got his daggers and then couldn't figure out that he was mounted or dismounted it was very bizarre okay it was a long night <laughs> Some dude says they should update all of the holiday events. I'm kind of mad about Brewfest. Because you go to run Brewfest and it drops a 470 trinket. Yeah. Who Same needs? as last year. You don't need it. You run Brewfest to get the mount. Do you have both the mounts? I don't know. There's two. I don't know. That's what you're running it for. Oh. Yeah. Okay. But the quest to do it are obnoxious. If you start right now and you try to do the Christmas one, this is one of my biggest pet peeves, is... You would basically have to go back to BC and go to Blade's Edge and do all these quests that you would not find otherwise unless you specifically looked for them to get rep with Ogrela. And then you have to do a particular daily with Ogrela during the Winter Vale. For why? For the Winter Vale achievement, which goes uh, toward the holiday mega achievement. Uh, what, what do you get for that? For the mega achievement, yeah. the Violet Porter Drake. Oh. Oh. Which used to be the only 310 mount in the game that wasn't like super expensive yeah. before they changed it to a speed rather than a mount. Zombie Dan says tier gear. All there were to get it, and then it's outstripped by the next expansion's greens just feels bad. And that's what we kind of mentioned earlier. You yeah. mentioned rather a little earlier. And it's, like I said, that's always been my pet peeve. You know, you get this really awesome weapon, and it should still be a really awesome yeah. weapon. It's the, this the whole Frostmourne thing. You hear the word Frostmourne, and you're like, oh. It's interesting that in this expansion, they introduced the Valor upgrades. You know, actually increasing the item level of an item without getting a new item. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, they could continue that. You really liked a particular piece of gear. Let's keep updating it. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Well, transmog does that, but that no. That just changes the look. Okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And lastly, Lord Melvin says Blizzard needs to update the bag and bank options, including void storage. Have a transmog closet, a backpack that expands with level. Let me tell you about the void storage. Tell me about it, Breck. You cannot put in unique items. It's it's my <laughs> void storage, it's and you're you. going to tell me what I can put in there and what I can't. It is your void storage, and it's your item. Right? 
I mean, it was explained to me why it's like that. Because technically, once it's in the void storage, it's no longer in your inventory. Therefore, the game would let you go and get a second item that should be unique. So they put that restriction there to to keep you from doing that. That's poor programming. Right. So they need to fix it. It's like... Yep. And they don't let you put in items that stack either. What's the point in that? I don't know. I mean, I have... I have one secret left over from the older legendary quest. Somehow I ended up getting two and only need one, so I had left over one. I don't want to get rid of it. I mean, I know it has no use. I'm never going to use it, but I like seeing my bag. Hmm. Kind of when just put in void storage, I never actually use it. It won't let me. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. It's horrible. We understand that game design is difficult. We know that some things are removed from the game for what they call playability's sake. And we're not saying that Blizzard needs to update game perks per patch or expansion. Just apply a little bit of forethought into what they're doing and any kind of perk designs that they may have in the game. Then those perks could continue to expand and last players for the rest of their gaming lives. Just put a little forethought into it. Let it let it grow. Let us grow with things. Let the things grow with us. So if we don't want to replace, we don't have to replace. We get to replace. That's the difference. Change the gotta to get to. I ain't gotta replace it, but I get to replace it if I want to. Yeah, and let us hold on and have a little bit more use out of items that we really enjoyed. Instead of them just becoming obsolete and we go, oh, I guess I can't use that anymore. Ew. You'd be kind of cool. What? I see you had like a cool staff, right? Okay. And let's say you looted a staff. Or you have any item and you loot another item of that, whether it be a staff or shoulders, a helm, whatever you've got, and you loot another replacement item for it. It would be kind of cool if you could do like an auto T mug. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you just looted this cool staff. Would you like to apply the stats from this staff to your current staff? Yes, I would. Ah. Now you don't lose your staff that you have that's a cool staff, but you, in essence, have just transmogged it. So just kind of a backwards way of T-mogging? Yeah. It's like an automatic application of those those oh, stats. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. That'd be cool. Auto stat. Auto stat. Dot com. <laughs> Let me go register that right now. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, everybody, for your input on that. A lot of insightful things. Wouldn't you say, Freck? Absolutely. Wow news for the casual player. Warcraft, the movie, is coming soon. How soon? December 18th of 2015. Hmm. And I don't know if Warcraft is just the working title, or if they're just going to call it Warcraft. But we do know that it is being produced by Legendary Pictures, and they've been in, uh, in, in with Blizzard and working with Blizzard since 2006. So they've been around them a while. Now, the problem here is this movie has been rumored for a long time. It's been a production for a long time and has gone through a lot of people in a long time. 
way back in 2009 was when the first release date was supposed to be for this thing. Couldn't get a director to settle on it. You've had Sam Raimi come and go. Now Duncan Jones is involved. But here's the cool part about this latest press release. Is we actually have a, albeit kind of fuzzy, we have a description of the movie. An epic adventure of world colliding conflict. Ooh. That sounds promising. That sounds Titan-esque to me. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I just don't know how they have a release date when they haven't hired any actors. I'm sure they have. They've already started production. They haven't announced who it is. I'm just a little concerned about them actually getting done in time. That's all I'm saying. Well, if you look at the actual history of this thing, it ain't going to get done in time. <laughs> And if you look at Blizzard, Blizzard takes their sweet time on yeah, everything anyhow, so it doesn't really matter. I just, my only problem is I don't see a World of Warcraft movie as being that holiday thing you want to go do. What you talking about? December 18th. That's a Christmas movie. You want, you know, Home Alone and and Christmas movies. Hmm. You know? Yeah. You don't want a world colliding. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you just don't think of that kind of stuff. I mean, you, there aren't any, a lot of war movies, you know, and, and stuff like that that comes out. Christmas is feel good. It's warm. It's gingerbread cookies and hot cocoa. Stuff like that. Romances sell better in the winter. Because people like to cuddle. Exactly. Yeah. So I started a thing at work. Okay. That has nothing to do with cuddling. <laughs> okay. Because that would be awkward. <laughs> a cuddle party at work. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we take the hot cocoa mix, like the slissness uh-huh. hot cocoa mix, mm-hmm. and you mix it with coffee. Oh, that'd be good. Uh, yeah. Okay. We, we, we call them uh, riptide mochas. Mm. Yeah. Put a little bit of creamer in it. It's even better. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. If you're if you if you want to live on the edge and just really want to, you know, not be totally healthy, then you have two Swiss Miss packages. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> well, folks, thank you for listening to another tangent-filled episode of Hearthcast. This has been Hearthcast number one hundred and eighty-nine. Our next Wow Meetup is October eleventh at the Frickin' and Kegler here in Orlando. You can come out and hang out with us. And everybody else who's part of our awesome meetup group, we have one of the better meetup groups around, I think. We have about 300 people signed up in our meetup group, and about 20 or so show up. So, so it's got a good core group. Frickin' Kegler is a real cool place. It's like a uh, pub, a British pub, but it's family-friendly, as we call it, gnome-friendly. And they have bowling alleys with two-story TVs in front of them. Yeah. It's huge. And we're always looking for another contestant for HearthCast AOE. If you are available for about 15 minutes between 6 and 9 p.m. Eastern Time on a Thursday and want to challenge either Freckleface or myself, just send us a message through SpeedPipe on HearthCast.com or our Facebook page. And to give a special thank you to everyone who contributed via Twitter with your insightful suggestions and comments and ideas 
for things that should be upgraded instead of becoming obsolete. Yeah, thank you so much for uh, contributing that. Hey guys, while you're out and around, go check out egonetworks.com for all the other podcasts that uh, are part of the Ego Networks. It's not just wild stuff either. There's some really cool podcasts out there you should go check out. Then swing it around over to Twitch TV slash vote number two kick and check out Synergy, Akari, Eclipse, and Rathon as they do the Vote to Kick podcast. It is an explicit podcast, but you know what? It's gosh darn funny. And don't forget about the WoW podcast subreddit over on reddit.com forward slash r forward slash WoW podcast plural for all the latest and greatest WoW podcasts that you don't want to miss. You can be part of next week's show by sending us your questions, comments, or any other feedback. Send an email to contribute at hearthcast.com. Tweet me at hearthcastfreck or root at hearthcastroot. You can like our Facebook page or send us a voice message on hearthcast.com through SpeakPipe. No registration or installation required. We'd again like to thank our sponsors for Season 5. That would be Open Raid. You can find Hearthcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or just drop our RSS feed into your favorite podcasting app. Until next week, this has been Root. And Fuckleface. For Hearthcast.com. It's about World of Warcraft Take a break from your grind If you have the time To listen to our show We got gnomes and dwarves And night elves too And we would like to Thank you For listening For listening We would like to thank you special thank you to everyone who contributed your ideas and suggestions for this week's topic and just gave us wonderful thoughts and things to think (laughs) (laughs) I will do it again I want to give a special thank you to everyone who contributed via Twitter this week for sending in your insightful comments and suggestions and giving us things (laughs) things <laughs> <to again. laughs> too much energy drink <laughs> or not enough you'll need noodle